And now, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Yes, this is the Consumer Quarterback Show with Brandon Rhymes. Brandon is out today. My name is James DeJerome. I'm the producer on the Consumer Quarterback Show. I've been with Brandon about three or four years now. Of course, the show's been on air almost a decade now. Uh, Brandon put the show together as a way to provide some information and help the folks in the Bay Area make smarter decisions as consumers. So what he did was round up a bunch of experts and sponsors and had them take time out of their day to come in and share some details, some tips, if you will, for all the consumers out there in the Bay. Help your dollar go farther and make everyone a little bit wiser when it comes to spending. Of course, we want to encourage all the good parts of our our, our Bay Area here as well. So we got a feel-good story for you. Uh, i got a campaign for you right out of St. Petersburg called If You Give a Child a Book. We're going to talk about that in our feel-good story, our feel-good story today. And, of course, Mike Murphy from Murphy Auto Group has been on the show before. He's going to join us, as well as Greg Bowman, the AC guy of Tampa Bay. So a great show lined up for you today. I want to talk a little bit about the sponsor of today's segment right here is Replenish IV Solutions. So Replenish IV Solutions offers you an opportunity to get your immune system boosted. Uh, Steve and Lisa Gunnan will come right to your business if you can't make it to one of their Bay Area locations, and they will inject you with an IV that has lots of minerals and vitamins, keep you up to speed, and make sure that your immune system is functioning as well as it can, as we're all concerned about that in these days. So Replenish IV Solutions, a great sponsor for us. Check them out online. Steve and Lisa Gunnan, great friends of the program. And of course, Brandon owns the Platinum MVP team. There is still real estate available despite all the uh, scarcity and all the people saying that the market is so tight that you can't find a place, Brandon still has some properties available. Johnny, our TV producer, is going to throw a few up on the screen for you. We're going to review them. And any of the properties you hear pitched on the show, you can find online. Here's an opportunity in Dade City, a commercial opportunity if you want to buy a restaurant. Established restaurant in downtown Dade City at 14121 7th Street in Dade City. It's got two dining rooms. It's even got a one-bedroom, one-bath apartment on site. And you get all the equipment and furniture with it. So it's a turnkey operation, plenty of parking available. If you're looking to start a restaurant, Dade City, 141217th Street, a great opportunity from Brandon and the Platinum MVP team. John, what else do we have? Here's something new, Port Ritchie. 5014 Pompano Drive. This is 1,600 square feet, 3-2 with a two-car garage, right on the water. you got a deep, wide canal right there, updated kitchen. You have a lot with a, a pool and a covered porch. Private community beach and a clubhouse with boat ramps. So really great looking place there at 5014 Pompano Drive. If you want to go to Newport Ritchie, get in touch with Brandon and the Platinum MVP team. As he always says, don't leave money on the table. Well, we're going to start today's show with an old friend of ours, Gulfside Healthcare Services. They've come on the show many, many times. We've met lots of different personnel from Gulfside. Today we have in studio, right here in our Salem Media Group studios, Karina Geddes. She is the Recruitment and Talent Management Specialist. How are you doing, Karina? Hello, good. Thank you so much for having us. And we have Xavier Beckles, the Onboarding and Credentialing Specialist. How are you doing, Xavier? I'm doing good. Thank you. So tell me a little bit. We want to say thanks to some folks. Tell me about that, Xavier. Well, first and foremost, we would like to thank you for having us today. And before we get started, I would like to take a moment to thank all the healthcare workers on behalf of Goldside Healthcare Services for everything they have done during the unprecedented times. Sure. We see firsthand the impact that they have on a daily basis for the patients and their families, um, and we look forward to meeting more of them in the future. 
yeah, my heart goes out, and you hear all the times about these folks putting in the crazy hours and traveling all over the place and trying to make sure everyone's healthy. So certainly want to keep them uh, front of mind when it comes to thanking those folks, uh, all healthcare workers, really. Now, Karina, today we have the human resources team from Gulfside uh, to talk about careers in both healthcare field and at Gulfside. Let's talk about being a healthcare worker at the hospice and what it's like and what makes that so special. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we have a couple of different settings for the healthcare workers to work in. Um, we have the field, which consists of private residences of, or facilities if they live in like an assisted living facility or things like that. And then we also have inpatient unit settings as well. So in Zephyr Hills, we have a 14-bed uh, freestanding unit that we have patients in. And then also in Zephyr, um, Newport Ritchie, we have a six-bed wing of a nursing home that we have patients in as well. Um, what I kind of want to highlight a little bit is the field positions um, that we have available. Um, there's a couple of different disciplines that work out in the field. We have CNAs, LPNs, RNs, social workers, and chaplains. Okay. Um, some things that are really special about working in hospice or home health, um, you have that one-on-one time with right. the patients. So, you know, when you're working in the hospital setting and things like that, you might be pulled in several different directions. Um, but here you have that dedicated time with the patients and their families. Um, so that's something that's really special. And you're able to build rapport with them and their families because um, we do have continuity of care as well. So when you have a patient come on, um, you get to see them throughout the rest of the time. I feel like the family aspect is very underrated. You know, a lot, first your mind goes to the patient because that's the person you think of, boy, that person's ill. we got to help that person. Someone who's ill, especially if it's critical illness, that has a huge impact on the entire family. Absolutely. The stress it creates on the parents, brothers, sisters, kids, everybody around wishing they could do more, how to help, what should I do? It's critical that you guys come in and not just help the patient himself, but the family as well. Correct. Yeah. So when, you know, you're coming in there, there's, like I said, that whole interdisciplinary group of, you know, you have your nurse, that's their expert in their, their plan of care. Um, you have the social workers that are there to help them with psychosocial aspects of the thing, um, spiritual care through the chaplains. So they're there for not just the patient, but the whole entire family. Yeah, that's a really underrated part of that care that people need to consider is the stress that it puts on the caregivers in the family. So this opportunity for you guys to come in and kind of give them a break so they can catch their breath and kind of take a perspective, uh, get away from this. It can be very, uh, quite a burden on a family member mm-hmm. to deal with this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Right, now, Xavier, what is the onboarding process like at Gulfside for new staff? And are there training programs that they can go through if they're unfamiliar with hospice? So onboarding is basically the paperwork side before the employment. So what we did is really try to adapt with the change. Now that everything is moving towards more remote work, um, we allow them to complete the paperwork remotely wherever they are. Even we had some people that completed the paperwork outside of the country. Um, Just having them have a secure job before they get back into the States provides them some form of comfortable environment for Gulfside. Um, we like to help the employee as they transition to a new job because when they're transitioning, time is very limited. Mm-hmm. So we try to accommodate to their schedule to provide everything that we can just to make an easier transition to their new job. Uh, with that comfortable, comfortable aspect of it, we like to have our leadership team join the orientation process as well. And this is not just managers, but this is our higher up. So executives, directors, and things of that nature. So we have our vice president of human resources come, our CEO and our CIO um, come to our first day of orientation so they can meet the employee one-on-one and have a greater impact and have a greater sense of communication with that employee. Yeah, that sounds great. You know, you want everyone on the team to be together and that kind of top-down thing really helps put everybody on the same page, I think, if you meet together like that as a staff. That's Mm -hmm. really a good thing. Now, uh, when you said uh, if you're unfamiliar with hospice, uh, Do you ever run into somebody? I mean, 
the healthcare workers that you look at or that want to get involved with Gulfside, like you said, th- these folks have done lots of great work in the community out there. I can imagine that when they when they come in, they're familiar with hospice because they've gone through it. A personal, you know, whether it touched a family member or somebody they know, a friend, once you're familiar with that, really, I think your heart is to help those folks. Yeah. And we, um, if I can chime in, that we have um, really good training. So if you're a nurse that um, has worked in a hospital setting, which maybe you've had a little bit of exposure to hospice or comfort measures only, but you haven't actually worked in hospice before, um, we do train our nurses eight to nine weeks, including that orientation. So to ensure that, you know, you're successful in that role as you're, um, you know, learning a new skill set right. or the dynamics that you come across in hospice, whether, sure. you know, with families and patients. Like imagine it, it, there's a psychological impact on you mm-hmm. that you need to be prepared for. It's not just the typical nurse situation uh, in terms of what you face. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Now, Karina, healthcare positions are so important, uh, but so are other people in the organization that support healthcare side. What kind of other non clinical positions? are available at Gulfside. Yeah, so outside of CNAs, LPNs, RNs, um, we also have five thrift shops throughout Pasco County that we have positions like cashier, associate, and retail management roles as well. Um, So those are open. Um, In our corporate office, we have um, a payroll coordinator, a director of finance, a junior accountant and medical biller role, um, as well as a contracting manager, a fundraising communications assistant in our philanthropy department, a compliance manager. And then also, if you are a clinical um, LPN and looking for something a little bit different outside the bedside, we have a employee health assistant position where they're actually helping um, our employees. So they're doing the N95 okay. mask fit testing, vaccinations, um, TB testing, those types of things. So um, it's just a little bit a different route for um, people who might be wanting to try something. I love how different. Gulfside is so responsive. You know, during the pandemic, the telemedicine thing, you guys started doing a lot of the mm-hmm. telemedicine thing so much so that I was hoping maybe I could get a TV, kind of get a TV gig there. We could put a TV production wing on Gulfside and start doing, <laughs> bringing some cameras and lights. Uh, so that that's really cool that you guys are keeping up with the times and making sure that apply telemed whenever you can, because you can imagine folks can't get to the facilities sometimes and you can help them another way mm-hmm. that's really cool all right xavier are there any internships for students at Gulfside? so we occasionally offer intern opportunities available for our administrative side and social work uh, but for clinical staff we are looking to offer some options to shadow our hospice nurses um, for more information regarding those things you could go to our website which is www.gulfside.org and navigate to the careers page. Is there a particular discipline you're looking for people to come out of before they fill that internship, or it can be anyone who has a heart for helping folks? Anybody that has a heart for helping people. Um, we're very close-knit, so we help, like Karina mentioned, we offer a lot of training. So even if they're not used to the hospice field, we expose them to it and train them along the way. That's great. So, uh, Karina, tell me about the benefits that Gulfside offers to their staff. You know, nowadays, it's often what people are looking for, a job with good benefits, kind of see how that helps with their family, that kind of thing. Yeah. So we, from an HR perspective, we pour a lot into our benefits. We accept employee feedback of what, you know, works for them, what maybe doesn't work for them. And we track that throughout the year. So um, each year, you know, we look at that and look to see how we can do things better. Um, As of right now, we do offer a very comprehensive benefit package um, with competitive programs around our medical, dental, and vision offerings. Um, We also have a company-sponsored life um, and disability plans available to full-time employees. Um, Our retirement plan, anyone can defer into that right away. Um, If you're full-time or part-time, we do a match up to 4% um, after one year of employment as well, which is really great. Um, PTO as well. Um, You earn it um, 
biweekly um, okay. and accrue it. And it's actually three weeks of PTO per year for the first two years. At year three, it goes to four weeks, and at year five, it goes to five weeks. So that builds up very quickly um, to use. And, you know, you can use it. You can pay out options or rollover just depending on the, your personal needs and what you have. And we also have competitive pay with um, doing market rates as well. So some great opportunities there for folks if you're interested in that at the Gulf side. I, I, I mentioned, Xavier, we've had tons of folks now. We've had Linda, we have Kirsty, we've had Chaplin, we've had different uh, folks, Dr. Leedy. Uh, so tell me a little bit about the culture that you guys built at Gulf side. I've always been impressed. You know, Linda comes in and we talk about it, the pinning ceremony with the veterans and some of the other stuff in there. And I, I get it wrapped into it. I really think you guys are doing such a great job. How is that culture defined? You know, how do you how do you build it day to day? Well, thank you for pointing all those out. But yes, um, like I mentioned before, we are a very closely organization. Um, so our culture really derives on the leaders being there for the employees. Right. They don't only know the employee, but they also know their family. Um, our leaders are not afraid to roll up their sleeves and have to do the dirty work to get the job done. When you have a leader that has your back and has that support, then the employee knows that it's going to go a long way because they have that trust in them. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing to go to the culture part of it is our annual Turkey Day. Our annual Turkey Day is when our CEO, as you mentioned, Linda, right. stands at our corporate office from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. to give out a turkey to all of our employees. Yeah, it's a great initiative. And since I've been working there, I've not had to worry about getting a turkey for Thanksgiving. <laughs> so it's a very benefit, and it's great for the organization and great for the culture. You have your CEO and your higher-ups being right there, so you have that instant communication. Can we just back up? I want to ask you guys about the thrift shops a little more. So if there was a folks out there that it, it, they want to work there or donate, uh, how many were the locations? Where, how does it work? Yeah, sure. So we have um, – there's a location in Dade City, Zephyr Hills, Lutz, Newport Ritchie, and Hudson. Um, so those are our five locations. Um, they are accepting donations at any of those stores or, you know, shopping. They always have – they have a couple of Facebook pages. Are there for any each. materials besides old clothing or the typical kind of things that you see, folks? Oh, yeah. they You get in furniture, okay. um, d- dishes, uh, oh, electronics. They have a whole t- electronics testing area in oh, the back. Okay. Um, so there's all sorts of – they'll take anything and um, – and there are employment opportunities in the thrift shops as well? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. All right. So if anyone wants more information on how to apply, how, did, how does this get started if they want to join you guys? Um, so our application process is super easy. Um, you just go to www.golfside.org and navigate to the careers page. Um, and on there has all of our current open positions um, in real time. So um, you go in there and you click. You just answer a couple of questions and upload your resume. That's our initial application process. That actually comes directly to me. Um, and we will start getting you going through the process. Well, I'm so impressed. Gulfside Healthcare Services. Thanks so much, guys. I want to give you a chance to say something. What's a final thought, maybe, Xavier, that you want to share with folks before you guys get out of here? Well, we just like to, again, thank you all, the healthcare workers, and keep Gulfside in mind that we want to make everything easy for you during start to finish. Yeah, that's great. And Karina, anything you want to add? Yeah, Xavier said that perfectly. Um, it's a great organization to work at. Um, I've made a lot of friendships and um, you know, people just care about each other there, and I appreciate that. Great way for you to get involved with a not-for-profit, Gulfside Healthcare, tons of opportunities, as you've heard here on the show. I want to thank those folks for coming in and offering those to us. And I want to tell you that Greg Bowman, the AC guy, is coming up next. And don't forget about our feel-good story. The Consumer Quarterback Show is going to tell you all about a way you can give a child a book, encourage them to learn and grow with knowledge. So don't go anywhere. This is the Consumer Quarterback. Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock, and you're here with Consumer Quarterback. 
quarterback show. And I say, Brandon Rhymes, knock out your competition. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rimes here for Cleaning Commandos here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Cleaning Commandos are hiring, and they're offering competitive wages, flexible hours, relaxed atmosphere, and a sign-on bonus. Reach out if you'd like a career with the Cleaning Commandos here in Tampa Bay. Info at CleaningCommandosLLC.com or call 813-750-0550, 813-750-0550, Cleaning Commandos, Consumer Quarterback Show. Hey, Brandon Rimes here. We are looking for real estate investors. We've got a new relationship bringing us a tremendous amount of off-market real estate investment opportunities. So text the word investor to our hotline, 813-750-0550. Off-market real estate investment opportunities. Text investor to 813-750-0550. Brandon Rimes here, Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Looking for real estate investors. Send us a text. Have you desired more income and more freedom in your life? Now is your time. Keller Williams Realty has just launched our own real estate school, and you can get licensed for free. I'm Brandon Rimes, host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. And for the first three people who reach out, I will personally coach you. 813-917-1894. Call or text 813-917-1894. ConsumerQB.com. ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. That's right, ConsumerQB.com, a great resource for all the listeners out there. Check out all the partners that we have on the Consumer Quarterback Show. we got some videos posted on the YouTube page as well. And, of course, our sponsors. You know, uh, we have some great sponsors on the show. The Golf Cart Depot, been a longtime sponsor here. Everyone wants to get a golf cart, and those, that's the place to go. Discovery Golf Cars also. Uh, they provide all new and used. You know, they'll come offer financing. You can do anything you want in terms of uh, purchase from one of their locations, or they'll actually bring the location, uh, bring the cart right to your location. So the Golf Cart Depot also known as Discovery Golf Cars, a great sponsor for the Consumer Quarterback Show. And of course, we've got a few properties. Again, even in this time of real estate scarcity, Brandon and the Platinum MVP team have a few real estate opportunities for you. Johnny's going to throw them up on the screen now, and I will again pitch these properties. And you can find them online if you ever want to check them out for a little bit of a further look. An amazing building opportunity here at 5602 Lando Lakes Boulevard, 6.91 acres on two parcels right up against Lake Helen. So it's currently zoned C2 General Commercial. It's got water and sewer available and a great opportunity for expansion along US 41 there. So if you're looking to build uh, in the Lando Lakes area, 5602 Lando Lakes Boulevard, a great opportunity for you. Let's look at one more if we could, John. Here's an opportunity in Lithia, 12 acres in Lithia, 12631 Hobson Simmons Road in Lithia. Uh, It's really something special. Water, sewer, power cable available. Prime opportunity to build, beautiful country estate, and uh, the owner will consider any offers to purchase five acres or more. So check it out. If you're looking to get into Lithia, Brandon has an opportunity for you, and the Platinum MVP team still has some real estate out there, even in this time of scarcity. Okay, so we visited with Gulfside Healthcare in that first segment. We learned a little bit about how you can get involved with them. The AC guy of Tampa Bay is in our Salem Media Group studios. Greg Bowman, how are you doing today? Good. It's great to be back, James. Now, it's finally hot again. I know that's good for you, right? 
Uh, definitely. It definitely drives business when it warms up a little bit. Now, I know that everyone out there has had their heat running for the first time ever, so you got heat calls. Now we're in that spot where you might use air conditioning one day and heat one day. I, we actually saw a weather report where it was going to be 80 one day, and they predicted 40 for the low. I thought, where are you going to get range like that? <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we we see some of that where uh, you know overnight you might have the heat on, and then by the midday the air is on. So. Yeah. Uh, that's where the uh, auto changeover thermostats uh, come in nice for. for Does the it make that. sense for Floridians to buy units without heating, to just have a, a cooling unit? Um, it's it's doable actually. Uh, like if you look at uh, like rental law, for example, in the state of Florida, landlords are required to provide heat, but oh, not but not air conditioning. Um, and that's so, not the case in every place because I know I always hear stories in Chicago where in the summertime it gets too hot and people don't have air conditioning in their building. I can't believe it. Right, yeah. But you would think in Florida it should be the reverse. You should be right. required to provide air conditioning, <laughs> but they're not. <clears throat> they're pro- required to provide heat. How but, about that? Um, we don't really, you know, it, it's doable to get by without heat really in, in Florida. I'm, uh, I know a few people who haven't turned heat on in decades. Now, uh, are, you, are you against the space heater or the small uh, heating unit that people buy from a box store or something like that? Um, there's nothing wrong with that if you want to, you know, especially in, in our market where we're not using it heavy, where I would be concerned about that would be up north where, you know, you could, that could, you know, if you're running it for days. It seems days. like it removes a lot of moisture from the air and it almost seems like I'm worried I'm breathing in some kind of uh, chemical or some kind of uh, exhaust from the thing. Uh, if it's an electric one, you don't really have to worry about it. Uh, some of them, like, are those oil ones mm-hmm. or whatever those I'd be a little more worried about. But the, the electric ones should be fine. So tell me about uh, what's going on in terms of air conditioning components, parts. We've had little discussions in the past about how uh, AC parts can be made at different locations. It can be difficult to find a particular unit if the supply line is backed up. Well, since COVID, that has been <clears throat> very interesting for us. Um, you know, the supply chain is completely disrupted. Um so it's having effects all across the board. You know, certain things we just can't get. Um, you know, for example, we sold a, a customer had been waiting for a long time. They wanted to get a real high-end system, the, mm-hmm. you know, top of the line. They decided to pull the trigger. We sold it, went to get it, couldn't get it. Mm-hmm. The factory said, sorry, we're not making them. We're putting our priorities elsewhere. So, gotcha. you know, how to go back to the customer and renegotiate. And, you know, they ended up getting a lesser system. Have you seen vendors consolidate and make less components and just stick with the ones they can make? Or, or is the range of products available shrunk a little bit? Yeah, well, that's that's kind of what happened there. Yeah. They're, they're that high-end system. They just, they're not producing it right now just because they're, they're focusing their energies on other areas. Um, but it's also having a huge impact on pricing. Um, you know, I was looking at some price books uh, just the other day from about four years ago, um, and they were half the costs on hmm. equipment of what they are today. So in the last four years, equipment has basically doubled, um, whereas from when I first started in this trade in the late 80s till four years ago, equipment had basically doubled. Um, hmm. So it has, you know, what it what took 25 years for it to double, it did again in four <laughs> years. So. Wow. Um, when they talk about the inflation we're seeing, I think we're going to see a lot higher numbers coming out soon. We're going to talk a lot more after the break. We've got about a minute left. I wanted to, Greg, you talk about uh, high-end systems, and of course everybody out there wants to get the best there is. But isn't there something to said that the install and the actual design is more critical than the actual hardware that you're putting in there? I would definitely echo that, yes. Um, you know, the, the way it's put in and the uh, skill of the person putting it in and the know-how of the person putting it in has a lot more to do uh, with how it's going to perform, how it's going to you know hold up for you, than maybe the <clears throat> the brand or the efficiency yeah. or anything like that. The average guy like me says, get the biggest 
hard, coldest thing I can stick on the house, and I may have created a size issue where I si- oversized. Correct. Yeah, you definitely want to make sure that our the system you're getting is matched to the house. We right. do what's called a manual J-load calculation. It used to be paper when I started in this industry. It would take an hour to do. Today, it's all computerized. It runs in minutes. Um, but it basically looks at the house and sizes the air conditioner. And yes, some people think, well, I want it super cold, so I want a big air conditioner. And th- there is something to that in, in that when you in the manual J calculation, you put in the temperature you want to achieve. Um, but you don't want to just go big just right. for the sake of going big because you can actually create other problems. Well, he's got a world of knowledge in this space, so we're going to get into it when we come back from this break. Greg Bowman, the AC Guy of Tampa Bay. Of course, you can find him online at acguyoftampa.com. And don't forget about this feel-good story where you can give a child a book and encourage them to read. It's just a really small $5 donation. I'm going to tell you all about it in St. Petersburg. Don't go anywhere. This is the Consumer Quarterback. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rice. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894, online at ConsumerQB.com. to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-917-1894. That's right. Give Brandon a call if you want to check out any of the properties you hear pitched on the Consumer Quarterback Show or if you want to get in touch with some of the sponsors for the Consumer Quarterback Show. The sponsor for this segment is Veteran Gutters. Brandon Porter, a veteran himself, employs an entirely veteran crew, and he'll make sure that the water coming off your roof doesn't pound into your foundation and mess your house up. You know, everyone needs gutters down here. Uh, We talked with Greg Bowman a lot about the weather. When the rainy season starts down here, it is real. So if you're not familiar with how it rains in Florida, you better get gutters on your house because that water can really come in a hurry. So Veteran Gutters, Brandon Porter, great sponsor for the show. We're going to take a look at a property, too, because Brandon owns the Platinum MVP team. We still have real estate opportunities available, even in this time of scarcity. Johnny's our TV producer. He's going to throw up a property for me. And again, any of the properties you hear pitched on the Consumer Quarterback Show, you can find online. And I want you to check them out. Here's something in Newport Ritchie, or I'm sorry, Port Ritchie, 4823 Ebb Tide Lane. We've got about 1,000 square feet, one bedroom, two bath, your very own penthouse suite, great views from this location, 270 uh, degree views around this. Look out in the Cody River and views of the Gulf of Mexico, new floor and covered parking, pool and elevator in Port Ritchie. Get in touch with Brandon, 4823 Tide Lane. Don't miss an opportunity and don't leave money on the table. All right, before the break, Greg Bowman was helping us understand a little bit about the AC guy of Tampa and what he's looking for. Uh, we talked about labor and supply lines. Actually, I want to bring back the labor thing because right here in our studio, Johnny, our TV producer, says that you guys worked on his place. Uh, yeah, uh, John gave it, gave us a call a couple months back and actually uh, went out and took care of his girlfriend, fixed, us, fixed her up and getting a new unit. And he says the employees that showed up, your staff, had been with you forever. So that's something that <laughs> makes sure they don't mess things up if they've been around a while. Yeah, it's always good. Uh, yeah, Dan, uh, who was our field ops manager, was involved in that. And uh, he was actually my very first employee, my very first no hire. Kidding. So, uh, yeah, he's still part of the team, which is is cool. It's always nice to have uh, you know people hang in there and stay with you. Yeah, that, that speaks that very well of the AC guy of Tampa Bay, that people don't want to leave once they get employed over there. 
Yeah, we would hope. We try and make it an attractive place to, to be and to work. So Now tell me, how many crews you guys, I mean, did you ever get too far flung? Is it just Tampa, Hillsborough? How far out? You guys are everywhere? Uh, we do a three-county area right now, Pasco, Pinellas, and Hillsborough. We've dabbled a little bit uh, outside of that into Polk and down into Manatee and even up into Hernando, but those are our main you know, focuses, those Great. three. You do residential and commercial air conditioning as well? Correct, yeah. Um, majority of it's residential. We dabble in, in commercial a little bit, most of that being for people who are residential clients who may have a business at uh, a commercial location. So we don't really you know, specifically go after commercial, but we will pick it up if it comes our way. I know we've had Jordan on the show before, and she's emphasized getting to know your warranties and exactly mm-hmm. what your warranty covers because that repair work can get really expensive if you're uncovered. So in terms of purchase, talk a little bit about warranty. Most definitely. Uh, today in today's market, like I, I never was a huge believer in extended warranties and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm not but either. With air conditioning today, boy, has that made me a believer. Um, They uh, are machines. They are guaranteed to break. Uh, I can promise you that if you have an air conditioner, it will break. Um, If you're going to purchase a unit and own it for 10 years, it will pay you back multiple times to get that extended warranty or buy a product that has it to begin with. Um, uh, The cost of repairing things today is just going through the roof. You know, I talked about the equipment cost doubling in the last four years. Parts are going through the roof. I've seen a lot of those double over the last year, our cost of those. So um, things are just getting more and more expensive. Labor's not getting any cheaper. People want more and more money. Mm -hmm. Um, So we have to pay more and more. So it's just all going up. So it definitely pays to have a good warranty. Uh, It will pay you back many times over. The only time I wouldn't suggest it is if you're going to flip a property. Well, then... You know, just how about if you're going to get on the VIP program with the AC guy of Tampa Bay? You still say it's a good idea? Most definitely. Uh, again, they're machines. They will break. The VIP program is designed to reduce the number of times that that happens, keep them in tip top shape. Um, just like a car, you wouldn't think of running your car uh, for 70,000 miles without doing any kind of maintenance on it, yet people will run their air conditioner 3,000 hours a year, which is like running a car 70,000 miles, mm-hmm. and never think of doing any maintenance in that in that year's time. So the VIP program is set up to help you take care of that. You don't have to worry about you know, remembering to do it. When you're on that program, we remind you, we come out, take care of all that maintenance, and then give you the, the benefits of uh, discounts priority service, reduce service call fees, no overtime fees, you know, those types of things. Now, I got kind of a personal question for you. Tell me if this makes sense. I fight all the time with my girlfriend because she'll set the air conditioning at 62 or some ridiculous, it'll never get there. So what do you do when you put the thermostat at an unreal, unrealistic setting like that? What does it do? It just works t- indefinitely? It's basically like just turning it on and leaving it run constantly is all it's doing. Right. So yeah, it will never reach 62 degrees, but it's just going to make it run 24 seven okay. uh, doing that. I, was, I mean, it might reach that on a you know, on a beautiful ju- uh, January day when it's 50 outside, but yeah. not not a normal Florida yeah. day. What, what do you think, I mean, in a typical Florida home that's not brand new and built just uh, for air, air conditioning, you can lower the temperature from the outside, what, 20 degrees, something like that, maybe? That's that's realistic, yeah. So if it's 95 outside, you should be able to keep, maintain 75 inside. That's, that's a realistic, uh, you know, target. Now, you know, obviously construction plays into that. A mm-hmm. poorly built home will struggle. A well-built home will have an easier time of that. But, yeah, that, that's typically what we would target is a 20-degree drop. I'm going to tell her that the humidity is more important to the way it feels than the temperature. So instead of setting the thermostat at 62, if you just reduce the humidity, right? Right? Wouldn't that have an impact? Correct. And running it 24-7 is actually doing that because when the air conditioner is running, um, you know, it has 
two things it's doing. It's doing sensible cooling, which is lowering temperature, and latent cooling, which is humidity removal. So if it's running 24-7, it's doing a lot of humidity removal, but it's also lowering your temperature to a point it's never going to get. So, um, But, yeah, re reducing humidity has a bigger impact on comfort than temperature. Um, you know, uh, Duke Energy, for example, says that, you know, we should set our thermostats at 78 degrees. Mm. 78 degrees to some people, they're dying, they're yeah. roasting, and, and that's primarily because of humidity. If, if your humidity's high at 78 degrees, it's very uncomfortable. If you get your humidity low at 78 degrees, 78 degrees is very comfortable. Uh, it's why uh, in Arizona, for example, people are you know known to, you know, it's such a dry state right. that the temperature can be 115 out there during the daytime and people aren't melting. If, you were, if it was 115 here in Florida, uh we would be puddles. <laughs> it seems almost uh, the opposite. I always grew up in the north, and when you heat the cold air, there's less moisture in the air. It gets very dry. Mm -hmm. If you're in the desert, do you ever try to add moisture? Do people have a humidifier or something? Yeah, like that? It, that is a, dig, a bigger deal in the in the you know like the southwest in the deserts of adding moisture because <laughs> the the air and and the, in the north too with heating the air. Right. Um, you know, we probably in the last uh, 15 years, maybe one time, have I had to put a system in to add humidity here in Florida. Yeah. We usually have the reverse. We're trying to get <laughs> right. rid of it. But other parts of the of the world, you know, do have that uh, necessity. Now, everything's coming out with smart capability. Have you seen any new cool features or anything that you've, that on, the, on the smart side, on the tech side, as far as hardware goes, that you thought, wow, this is kind of a new trend or this might take off? Uh, well, it won't be too much longer that the systems will have it built in. Um, they're coming out with that now that I would anticipate within the next five to ten years, it'll be standard that when you get a new air conditioner, it'll be smart. It'll be <coughs> Wi-Fi connected. You'll have an app. You can log into it and check it out, see what it's doing. It will be able to report any issues. You know, all you know if it has a fault, just like a, you know, cars today with the electronics in them, it, they can tell you if something's not working right. The air conditioner can do the same thing. If it has Wi-Fi capability, it can send you a text message and say, "Hey, I'm having this problem." Can you stick a digital or a smart thermostat on your existing AC system? Most definitely, yeah. I mean, you won't have some of the capabilities like mo fault monitoring, stuff like that, but a, a, a smart thermostat can be added to any air conditioning system, uh, giving you the capability of accessing it with your phone and being able to raise and lower the temperature, see what's going on with it. Um, some of the nicer ones have monthly reporting telling you energy usage, like you know, if your girlfriend's <laughs> running it to 62 right. degrees, you could she have sees that. me come home and kicks it back up. I'm like, What's well, you cool? could, or if you're if you're gone for a week, you could look at the monthly report and see why was the energy bill so mm -hmm. high this month. <laughs> All right, as we close here, talk about what you're looking for in a labor. Anyone out there who wants to work for a great company and wants to get involved with the AC guy at Tampa Bay, is there anything you're particularly looking for? Uh, we're we're mostly looking for attitude. Uh, you know, we want people who want to take care of clients, who want to wow them and and please them. Um, you know, skills can be taught. Attitude is something that, you know, you just kind of have it or you don't. Um, so um, we're looking for, you know, for people like that. Uh, and the air conditioning trade is a great trade to, to get into. Um, they're predicting over the next five to ten years that we're going to have millions of shortages of labor in this. And, and the, so wages in this market are just going through the roof. You know, the guys I have working for me, uh, they're making at or above college graduate level right. wages. Um, you know, so it's a great industry to be in, great way to uh, earn a living and, 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 and 
take care of your family. Now, you get in touch through the website, or what's the best way, Greg? Uh, yeah, our website, actually, if you're interested in employment, we have our job opportunities listed there. You can apply right through the website. Um, also, for clients, the website has direct booking available. You can uh, go on there and make an appointment. You don't even have to make a phone call. So if uh, the air breaks at midnight, you can make an appointment right there. All right. Greg Bowman, the AC Guy of Tampa Bay. Thanks so much for coming in, Greg. Check him out online, AC Guy of Tampa. Coming up, we got Mike Murphy from the Murphy Auto Group and this feel-good story. i got a way that you can help inspire a child to read. This is the Consumer Quarterback Show. Thanks for listening to my daddy's show. For more information, go to ConsumerQB.com. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894. Online at ConsumerQB.com. This is Diane Vance with Fairway Independent Mortgage, a member of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Please give me a call for any of your mortgage needs. We do all sorts of loans. If you would like information on a mortgage, you can text me or call me at 727-647-8199. I will take care of all your mortgage needs. Go to my website at dianevance.com. Ian Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the Real Estate Quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-917-1894. Free CMA and a 2.5% real estate listing. Check out ConsumerQB.com. Looking for a venue to host your next business or family event? Make it Largo Event Center. The Consumer Quarterback Show has used the Largo Event Center, and the hall and service you get is fantastic. Over 8,500 square feet of meeting space, perfect for events, expos, and trade shows. Upstairs offers space for smaller meetings and groups to include use of their lounge and game room. Plenty of room outside for car shows or food truck events and concerts. Largo Event Center is just west of US-19 on 126th Avenue. For booking and details, visit Largo Event Center. Center.com. That's LargoEventCenter.com. Or call Guy at 727-776-3442. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. That's right. ConsumerQB.com is a great resource for you to find all our partners in addition to some of the great sponsors that we have on the show and some of the properties you've heard me pitch here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. And one of the aspects about the Consumer Quarterback Show that Brandon makes sure that I do when he's not here is the feel-good story. I want to encourage everybody right in St. Petersburg, you know, there's a program called If You Give a Child a Book. This campaign encourages young students to love reading. Uh, right out of St. Petersburg, it talks about a couple of girls here. Tatiana, it says, she loves Clifford the Big Red Dog, and Lillian is more into Bigfoot. But now these third graders at St. Pete's Blanton Elementary have fresh new books about each to take home for their as their very own. In fact, every single student at Blanton, and many schools just like it, are getting free books this year thanks to the If You Give a Child a Book campaign. Uh, partnered with Scripps Howard, ABC, and Feeding Tampa Bay, and you, the public. It's your opportunity with just a $5 donation to uh, get involved. Since the campaign started just a few years ago, more than 500,000 free books have gone out to at-risk children at Title I schools. And as I mentioned, just for $5, one child will get a brand new book. And set them on the path to loving, reading, and dreaming big. So please get involved. 
right in St. Petersburg with the Give a Child a Book campaign. Mike Murphy, Murphy Auto Group, is joining us now. I've been thinking about this, Mike, you know, with this big container ship on fire. I thought, now, do I own? does the dealership already own those cars and they're burning? Or does, does he say, well, at least we didn't buy them yet. They're out there. You know, they haven't gotten here. How does it work when, it, when they're bringing them in? Yeah, great question. So you have two different types of models. You have a distribution model and then a uh, regional model. So these were uh, Audi, Volkswagen, Lamborghini. Uh, they Yeah, they're all built in Europe. They are owned by the uh, manufacturer, and the manufacturer will, uh, once they arrive at port, distribute those then to the dealership. The dealership only takes um, possession of the vehicle when it's physically on our ground, so it's better to burn up at sea than in in my showroom. (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine that somebody is really sweating this because, like you mentioned, Lamborghini, I mean, it doesn't take too many of those before it hurts. Oh, yeah. Just besides the scale of it, one ship, it's amazing. There are five football fields long and half a football field wide. So when one of those are on fire, you're talking about tens of thousands of vehicles. Now, you have an interesting uh, situation here in the United States, specifically with European vehicles, where we're at a historically low supply. Historically, dealerships have had 60 days of vehicles on the ground. So if I sold 500 cars a month, I would have 1,000 on the ground. Right now, I don't have any to begin with. Hmm. So these uh, brands are going to be negatively affected, and I imagine it will affect them into next year. I can't imagine another story that I've heard where that kind of thing happened on a cargo ship. It's ironic. It hasn't uh, happened on a cargo ship, and it makes you wonder what happened. I believe you had some EV vehicles on board with new lithium uh, battery technologies. I imagine that and salt uh, in the middle of the ocean bouncing around cannot be a good combination. Mm. But I just I can't believe it took so many long to put it out. You know, I read about it one day, and the next day it's still burning. The next day it's still. I'm like, what? It's a ship floating in the ocean on fire for three days. I couldn't believe it. And there was 22 um, workers on board, right? They got them out in like 90, 95 <laughs> minutes. Uh, then it took like six days to actually put it out. And the crazy thing is the thing was just floating. So right. there was uh, little to no control of it. Amazing. And now, there's water all around. So you think it'd be easy right. to put a fire out on water. Incredible. Now, you brought to my attention something I had not thought of, this Ukrainian conflict, this whole issue with Russia. How would it impact the auto industry? It hadn't occurred to me that it's going to have a big impact on our fuel prices. Oh, it's going to be amazing. You have to think, and that's not a good amazing. That's a wow, amazing, truly an awe of something. When we think of our daily commute, the average consumer drives 1,200 miles a month or about 15,000 miles a year, and they're getting about 18 miles a gallon. Now, imagine if the entire country was like California. California's at $5 a gallon gas. What would the average listener uh, be affected if we go to a $5 gas here in Florida? Well, I did some math for us. If you get 18 miles a gallon and you drive 1,200 miles a month, your cost of just getting to work will be going up $1,632 a year. Now, with inflation and everything else going on, we have to be prepared now to sit there and predict our cost of living out But there's some good news. The good news is they're making very fuel-efficient vehicles. Mm. The average vehicle we sell, a Toyota, is 45 miles a gallon. So can you absorb an additional $2 a gallon gas? Well, it's interesting. If you were at 18 miles a gallon and you move up to 45 miles a gallon and you drive 1,200 miles a month, uh, you will save $2,448 a year or $204 a month, even if gas goes up $2. But it's just like that compounding interest we had with Michael Watkins on yesterday's show when he talked about making a little change and realizing that over time it's going to have a really big impact. And, of course, you say oh, it's just a few cents here and there. And for the course, like Mike said, that you're going to be driving that car every day, all year. This adds up at the end of the day. Yeah, I think we have to educate the listener that we don't need to look at our car payment as our total cost of ownership because there's so much more that goes into mm-hmm. it. We need to look at total cost of ownership, our car payment, our insurance, our uh, cost of fuel, our cost of maintenance. All these things 
have a true value. Now, Murphy Auto Group is a little bit easier with four years of complimentary maintenance, a 10-year quarter-million-mile warranty. It's easier to do math at my FAU brain with zeros, <laughs> right? So car payment, gas, everything else is free here at Murphy Auto Group. That is awesome. So that program allows folks to take a little of the stress off. You don't have to do all this math yourself. Yeah, exactly. And even if you go to our website at themiracleadvantage.com, it's really interesting. If you plug in your current MPG and your uh, potential new MPG, you can calculate your total cost of ownership right there online. Now, you, uh, there's always new trends at all these car shows and all this stuff. What are you seeing that you think has real staying potential or, or is a change that you might see stick for a little while? Well, I think, I think the biggest change I see coming in the automotive industry is we're going to be shopping from empty shelves. We're, mm. the, the model has changed. There will be a new normal. I don't think we're ever going to go back to you're going to have 15 of Camrys in the color you want. But the good news is we might have one or two. Now, that's not coming anytime soon. Right. If we look at uh, current dealerships now with two or three new cars on the ground, that's exactly what it will look like in December. Mm. Used car prices are up 44%. So now's the time to, to trade in a vehicle. And it's still related to that chip construction or lack thereof? Yes, yes. Um, some of the people that are much more intelligent than me that work for Southeast Toyota have said, we believe we're somewhere around the sixth or seventh inning, but of a doubleheader. <sighs> so I don't see this getting better in the next 18 months. Uh, I have a two-day supply right now uh, between all my companies, and uh, we're projecting December to have a six-day supply. So we'll be at 10% of our historic norms by the end of the year. And it's truly uh, semiconductor chips. Is there any new vendors that ever enter the car game, or is it just these big manufacturers that kind of put a new product out with a different name? I'm always curious to know if it's worth starting, if you had a great idea or a concept or something like that, trying to bring it out. Yeah, if you want to start and, and like be a Tesla, there's a few different ways to do it. You can be an industry disruptor like Tesla, and you would have to have something that dis disrupts our industry. You know, autonomous driving vehicles, electric mm. vehicles, that's kind of already here. I see the big uh, industry disruptor being hydrogen fuel cells. Mm, okay. Quietly, Toyota has sold tens of thousands of Mirais over the last decade on the West Coast. Already here in with, using hydrogen technology? Correct. No, it's I was safe, it's clean, and you know what comes out of the tailpipe of a hydrogen vehicle? Steam. Yeah, water. Yeah, yeah. filtered steam, water, yeah. Now, wait just a second. So what is the? it's, it can't be cost-effective for everybody, or would they? Well, I think they already have. Now, the, the question has been inf infrastructure, and uh, Akio Toyota, the, the CEO and president of Toyota internationally, has had uh, Mirais for over 20 years. Hmm. They are uh, really fun to drive. They're light. The active ingredient in the hydrogen fuel cell is platinum. So those okay. of us who like investing might gotcha. buy some platinum. But what's nice is you have uh, quick refueling. You can retrofit the infrastructure that's already in place. And California was a leader in it. In 2021, Washington and Oregon opened up the same opportunities for uh, hydrogen fuel cells. And this isn't the D.C., you know, big hydrogen bomb in your trunk. Right. This is just like a little cube, very similar to the drivetrain of electric vehicles. I really believe hydrogen's here to stay. You know, the thing that, that scares me about EV is once you go 300 miles, you got to charge and it takes a long time. Mm -hmm. You don't have that problem with carbon. You know, a lot of folks, it just took them uh, a second to realize that whether they're using a battery for their, their solar system or their car or whatever, uh, the energy that fills that has to come from somewhere as well. So th there's a green line that has to be respected. In other words, just because it's a battery-operated vehicle doesn't mean the production of all that energy that went into the battery was done in a green fashion. Absolutely. And now we have to think of global geopolitics of the whole thing. Yeah. Now, batteries is interesting, too, because you know where most of the lithium reserves are? Afghanistan. Mm. Who's got all the mining rights to Afghanistan? China. 
So the, the, the forethinkers, the ones who are in front of these things that kind of want to steer the technology, uh, I can imagine that there's a lot of folks out there trying to get their product positioned in the right way. Absolutely. I think the future automotive travel is it's going to change from a hardware to a software. You know, people are like, what about Apple? Could Apple disrupt the car business? Hmm. And they've made an Apple car. They've made about three versions of it. Looks pretty cool. The most recent one looks like a box of cheese. But right. it's the technology. It's the once the vehicle starts to drive itself, our windshield becomes an entertainment system. Is the autonomous thing going to hit? You think everyone's oh, going to end up? Yeah. Yeah. I tell my friends, if you're going to buy a new car, lease it. Because three years from now, you're going to be mad at me when you're making payment on old technology. No kidding. Absolutely. Three years, you think that soon? Oh, absolutely. If you think wow. of adaptive cruise control, lane departure, these things are, are now standard equipment in Corollas, Camrys, RAV4s. So imagine what a Bentley would have. That is awesome to think about. All right, Mike, we've got about a minute left, and I know you're a big UM guy, and everyone's excited about Cristobal and what's going on down there. What's your realistic expectation for what's going to happen here? We will compete like we've never competed before. It's already happening in the gym, in, in the mess halls. Our nutrition program's on point. What I'm excited about is getting back to business. Mario, we don't need chains. We're about lining up. He's an offensive lineman. We're just going to start to outwork the ACC. Now, isn't that scary? Now, that's what I'm looking for. You have, does Miami have an ACC championship yet? I don't Not know. yet. Not no, we uh, self, uh, <laughs> self-selected out of one as punishment for uh, Shapiro. Okay. All right. So I just I know the optimism at this time of year is really rampant at all different programs. So I'm excited for you guys. You got spring football coming up. I'm sure down there. We do. Yeah. It's it's, it's exciting. But again, you know, nothing happens till we snap a ball. What I like though is the team. If it's business or sports, you're only as good as is the leadership. Mm-hmm. And when you think of Charlie Strong coaching linebackers, yeah, he's got a great staff. I'll wow. Tell you. Any NIL opportunities last last few seconds? Yeah, there's huge NIL opportunities. Any student athletes here in Central Florida, please reach out to me at realmikemurphy.com. We've got great opportunities, not only with Murphy Auto Group, uh, but Tate Martell and I have a new startup, and we're looking for help. Great opportunity for you. Get in touch with Mike Murphy Auto Group. Thanks so much for coming in, Mike. I want to thank Greg Bowman, the AC guy of Tampa Bay, and, of course, Karina Geddes and Xavier Beckles from Gulfside Healthcare came in and shared for us a little bit about what that not-for-profit does. I want to thank Brandon for creating the show and giving me the opportunity to host when he's out. Everybody can respect the Consumer Quarterback Show. We do such a great job for the consumers out there. Check us out online at ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Call Brandon Rimes at 813-917-1894. That's 813-917-1894. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show.